the opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. along your hosts and I invite you to step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we all call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. And I have to thank the goddess and the gods and everybody else for <clears throat> holding back their fireworks. This is the 4th of July, and I happen to be sitting in the middle of a very patriotic community, everyone whom sets them off. So from time to time, you're going to hear explosions. Don't worry, we're not... In the middle of a terrorist attack, we are simply celebrating, and uh, vigorously, I might add. I have I have the honor, the delight, the the the, the sheer joy of, of having Barbara Jean Lindsay on with me tonight. She is um, an author, and her book is Dying for the Light, and we're going to talk about that shortly. But as well as that. Which, which is a monumental thing in itself. She is also a psychic, and even more fun, she is a host of the Cosmic Oracle Show, which is right here on Freedom Slips Radio on Thursday nights at 10 o'clock at Studio B. So if any of you are interested in um, following her, that's exactly where you can find her. We are going to be doing readings, so um, 
If you'd like to call in, the number is 716-406-7900 or Skype at Freedom Screen 2. I mean, what, what, what better opportunity to get double teamed by two seasoned and experienced psychics? Can't be better than that, folks. So, Barbara, welcome to the show. Oh, hi, Barbara. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me on the show. The show. It's, it's, we're celebrating here. I'm coming from, um, Sacramento, California. So, uh, we have a lot of enthusiastic, uh, uh, fireworks people here as well. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's, it's, so long as it's not raining, it's a perfect night to be out and watching the fireworks. Um, you know, there, there is, um, the original 4th of July was uh, not celebrated with fireworks however but um it is it is an exciting time and uh, you know, kind of fun to look back on the fact that that so many hundreds of years ago this country was actually signed by men who started out as traders and became patriots by signing the declaration of independence and we have done our very best to in some cases adhere to what their dream was and in other cases to build it in other directions and in still other cases to find the loopholes. So it's, it's a very exciting journey that, you know, we have as Americans taken at this particular point in time. It, it's true. We, we are a part of all of this. That's the, that's what I like that we all actually come together for an hour or two hours, three hours on this date though. Anytime we can get everyone together to celebrate, it's gotta mm-hmm. be a good thing. Yes. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fun. We've been, um, both of us have been doing shows on Freedom Slips Radio here for a while, you longer than I. And it, it is an incredible venue for us to be able to reach out and to touch other people and to sort of help them and tap into their energies and read them and and to give information to them. Now, you've been in this field for a very long time, right? Yeah, um, uh, my producer and I figured it out on one of my shows uh, since 1989. So for 27 years, I've been a professional psychic. And uh, I had the near-death experience uh, on December 4th, 1989, and it turned on all my psychic abilities. And so I quit my job. I had a fine art gallery. I divorced my husband at the time. I uh, closed uh, off uh, where I lived and moved, relocated. I was a single mom with three kids and um, dedicated my life to doing healings and readings and service for the people. And I've been doing that for 27 years. Wow. I, I've been at it a little bit longer. But, but, you know, it's, uh, it is an amazing journey and we're, we're gonna, uh, talk about that journey. But as calls come in, I, I wanna take them so that we, you know, don't have a backup of people. Yeah, let's do it. At, at some time. So we've got, uh, we've got somebody here. It's 804758. Hi, you're on the air. Who is this? Hi, th- um, my name is Jean. Hi, Jean. How can we help tonight? Oh, well, um, I, uh, she, I heard her say that she has three, three children and I happen to have three and my middle one, uh, son has had to move back here in, into the house with, with his, his little girl. 
and I just wondered if either one of you could tell when he would be in a position to move out with his daughter and be on his own again. <laughs> and live happily ever after. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> that goes without saying, the happily ever after. Okay, I'm going to give you what I've got, and then I'll pass you over to Barbara. It's kind of fun, the Barbara Barbara Show. Um, <laughs> yes, it is the Barbara Barbara Show. How about that? <laughs> yes, it is. Um, it, it feels to me as though... Um, He's ready to move out for sure. Uh, but I don't actually, uh, from the cards that I'm seeing here, it doesn't feel, it, it's, it feels almost as though it's almost November before he actually makes that jump. Um, but, but, you know, uh, as with most things, the universe has its own time frame and, um, hard as we may push it to make change different or, or to enact what we feel is appropriate for us, he may well have things that he has to do with himself, possibly with his relationship with, with um, you know, you and, and your husband, because sometimes when adult children are drawn back to home, there are issues that have to be worked out. And once those issues are worked out, then everybody goes their merry way happily. Uh, Barbara, what are you getting? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting that, too. I was I saw like between four to six months. And I really am seeing also that the daughter really needs you and because he doesn't know what to do with her sometimes and so he's learning <laughs> how to do that and so he's really leaning on you to teach him how to do that because he's not sure and once he gets his seniority built up you know with uh, seeing that he is a good dad and he doesn't have to know everything and maybe letting him know that being a parent is learn as you go sort of a thing. And, and oh, most definitely. It's a crapshoot. <laughs> and it's not perfect and he's never going to be perfect. And actually he's doing a really good job. He's doing the best he can. And then right, I do right. have to say a little bit that you do spoil him a little bit though. And so it is really comfortable while he's there. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I take my job seriously too. <laughs> but, sure yeah, okay. Do. So towards the end of the year, he'll be in a position where he can probably move on then. So that yeah, it looks, great. yeah, it looks like that. We we both seem to be aiming at that particular time frame. Yeah, but thank well, you. I, I, really I thank you, ladies, very much. And can I say you really get to enjoy this time with him? It's just wonderful. You, you guys, it's just like a kind of a, like when he was a, a little boy, how much you enjoyed having him and having yeah. him there. And so it's like you get to have him and the granddaughter. It's such a, a joy. We were started off the show with a joy and he's such a joy. He's such a joy. And so you get to have it again. So he's there also. You might be healing him, but he's also healing and nurturing your heart as well. That's true. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Oh, well, ladies, enjoy the fireworks wherever they may be, and thank you very much. Thank you for calling. <laughs> Bye-bye. Hi. Okay, we've got another caller. Uh, 317, hi, you're on the air. Hi, Barbara. This is Scarlett. Hi, Scarlett. How can we help tonight? I would love to have some insight from you girls. Sure. It's been a rather hectic week, <laughs> <laughs> um, to say the oh, least. <laughs> okay. 
So you're basically looking for what the heck is going on and when is it going to stop? Yeah. Okay. Um, from what I'm seeing here, you've had an energy surge. And when we have energy surges, our, our bodies and our realities are knocked out of whack. I see you having that surge probably. It, it happened in the May time frame. It feels as though um, it, it took a while to suddenly work, to, to sort of infiltrate into all aspects of your being. And it does here feel as though you're, you're come, you're at a time here where you, there's almost, um, a backing and forthing of, between the physical reality and the spiritual reality. And, and it, I feel you, um, juggling, trying to juggle the two and, and keep everything in balance. And, um, I, that old adage of let it go, let it flow comes up here, uh, quite a bit. It, it feels to me as you have, as though you have a lot on your plate and, and that, that, this is a stupid analogy. I'll give it to you anyhow. You know how some people eat all of one thing and then they go on to the next and then on to the next and on to the next? Mm-hmm. It's, I, I want to tell you to mix up your plate a little bit and, and to just, just as things come to you, flow with them, not try to be, not, not allow yourself to be overwhelmed by them. We are never given more than we can actually handle. Uh, the universe is very ambitious. It will give you more than you think you can handle, but the reality is if you, if you stop trying to intellectualize all of it and just kind of go, <clears throat> again, that go with the flow, I feel strongly that, that probably it's going to be another two or three weeks of this, but after, but once you hit the August time frame, things settle down for you dramatically. Barbara, what are you getting? Yeah, I'm getting the, right on the same pulse as you, the same web. And the words that I want to say is um, insecurity. When you get insecure, how, you know, when we get in our own minds and, and kind of like we need to get out of the way so that it can continue on its own in its own way without as much control in a way. And um, so it's where you, the Native Americans call it stinking thinking. And you're becoming aware of it, though, when it gets in your head and just starts to do that loop. And so you're aware of it. And by being aware of it means that you can change it. Okay. So it's- uh, my son wrecked my car, totaled it, and the police come in to my house last night at quarter to midnight and taking the jail, and I haven't heard anything from him. Have you called the police department? It's been a hell of, yes, and they won't answer. It's July 4th. Wow. I mean, it has been, I mean, you hit right on. I feel like I am overwhelmed, and I feel almost like I'm cursed. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 you're not cursed. I know I'm not. I know I'm stronger than that. (laughs) Um, yeah, it's just like, what the heck is going on with me cosmically that all this crap is dumped on my plate all at once? Well, let me take care and of a little bit of, let me take care of a little bit of the crap. Your son is part of an investigation. And, and he's not who they're after, but he's part of it. So they're, they're basically sort of holding him incognito type stuff. Um, <clears throat> as far as you go, you have to understand something that 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 um, I always perceive life as a as a river, 
and that um, everybody has their own kayak and you can only paddle for one person. How, and, and here, this is a case of he's made his bed, he must paddle his own kayak and, and you as well do the same thing. I think that from what I'm seeing here, that, that you have a tremendous amount of spiritual energy and your pathway is opening up before you and, and he will, whatever is going on with him is something that he has, has willingly become involved in and, and it will, it will work itself out and, and, he will pay oh, whatever will. he has to I, pay. I, we've got witnesses. This woman said he tried to choke her. It didn't happen. No, uh, it's She's just got witnesses. It's just getting him out of jail and getting yeah. him to court. <laughs> well, and and to be honest with you, that this is a good thing. It happened to him now because it means that it may scare him away from some of the company that he's kept that is not good for him. Barb, what do you get? Yeah, I'm getting that too. That sometimes, as a mom, I mean, we feel when we feel so out of control, it's like the worst feeling in the world when you want to help and you, you there's nothing you can do, right? But call two psychics. Hopefully, they can give you some insights that can calm you. If you can stay calm through all of this, which you're really good at doing, it calms down everything. So those fires don't burn out of control. You're a really good person that can put out fires easily. And without thinking, you can just logically say, okay, we're going to do this, this, and this to get to this uh, end result. And he's used to you helping him with that. And so uh, I don't see you're going to be away from him long. And then together, the two of you can come up with a plan. He is safe. He's in a, it doesn't sound like it, but he's in a pretty safe place. Do you see me getting a car by any chance soon? <laughs> um, <laughs> like magically park in front of my house? <laughs> Uh, you know, my my wand is in the shop, or I'd help you out. But um, I mean, he actually—I I don't know how he lived, but the—I think it's called a tie rod broke on my wheel, and he slipped, hit a pole head on, and it knocked power out for six miles around him. And uh, it's, he got out of that car. It feels and then like it's going to four days be, it, later. This psycho girl that. Is 22 years older than him that stalks him, and he ignores and sets him up. <laughs> but well, he, he, he didn't no, know he had witnesses. Yeah, no, that's an order of protection thing, but it's going to be about two weeks before you get a car. Re- that, that, that soon? Mm-hmm. That oh, you'll have you. no... No, wait, wait. You'll have in two weeks. You will have a car to drive. I don't know if it will be a rental or or what, but it, but you will have you'll have um, a car that you can use full time uh, within two weeks. I don't care if I could get a twenty inch bicycle to ride. I'd be happy. <laughs> That's a lot easier to get. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying You're to gonna... steal one from my grandkids. I'm like. Pitying me, Ma. <laughs> I, I think. Well, bless I think, you guys. You made me laugh. You make me feel safer <laughs> and better. And Barbara, you've always amazed me when I've talked to you. Oh, cool. 
Well, thanks so much, and uh, call back in next Send time. Send me some good positive energy this way. <laughs> we need it. I feel like slept rock, you know, like walking around with a black cloud, and then I get mad at myself for thinking that way and saying, no, I have a blue cloud over my head. Well, <laughs> the last time I felt like that, I actually took an umbrella with me everywhere, and I walked around under it until enough people laughed at me that I could put it away because the cloud wasn't there anymore. I, I've been just trying to visualize it's not there. And, mm-hmm. you know, God is, you know, our creator is stronger than anything. And he is stronger than everything. And he's aware of what's going on. And all I can do is put it in his hands and trust. Because yes. As a human being, there's nothing I can do about this stuff. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about it. Eat some ice cream, watch a funny movie, and go to bed. <laughs> I will. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Thank you. You guys have a happy Independence Day. <laughs> Thank you. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Barbara. Yes. You've, you have written a cool book, and the, Sean is going to put the link to it in into the chat room for people to click on for Amazon. It's called Dying for the Light. And, you know, a lot of people say, I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to tell the story about this or that or whatever, and they never do it. And you've done it, and you've done it brilliantly, and it's the story of of your near-death experience and... I think that, I, first of all, the story is, is fabulous. It's told, it's told so well. And the story is great. The information is wonderful. Having read a lot of books about near-death experiences, this one stands out to me because you give a glossary of terms. And then after that, which, which helps terrific. And then you give resources for websites and organizations for near-death experiences. And then you give a list of experts in their, and their websites. And then you give, um, gosh, near, near-death experiences. And then you give a list of books that people can read. And then conferences people can go to and contact resources. It is, it is, for anyone that is, has had a near-death experience, your book is a must-have. It's a, it's an amazingly wonderful story, and we will go into it. But but m- most importantly, you have researched the bejeebers out of out of near-death experiences, and the resources that you give people who have had one of these experiences, places they can go, people they can talk to, books they can read, is fabulous. Thank you. Thank you so much. I talked about it long enough where I'm really good to my word. So it took me, you know, 27 years to write it. And I first had to learn how to write because I didn't know it as an art form at all. And so I had this extraordinary experience. At first I had to acclimate and embrace that experience and run it through my own self and so that I was pretty neutral to it, and that took some time. And, and then on top of that, I had to work about the con- contact experience with the ETUFO side of it. So to work 
the NDE, as they call it, the near-death experience, NDE, and then the contact experience and work all of those together, it took some time to weave it. So I, then I had to kind of weave it. And so I, I wanted to write a book that, that was for everybody. And you didn't have to have a degree and you didn't have to have any experience at all. But if you were interested in it and, you know, we all know we're going to die one day or pass to the afterlife one day. So if we can gather as much information on that as we can, then it can hopefully, uh, number one, dispel fear of death and dying and then add uh, some information to it so we can have enough information that we can make a a a real grounded decision about it well and you know you've brought it <clears throat> you brought it all so down to earth it's so cool because because she talks about coming out of her coma and it's you, you would expect a psychic a spiritual person to have some sort of mystical you know um radiant spiritual you know something to say and you sat up bold upright and said i want nachos and i want them now that to me said this is a real person (laughs) (laughs) hey and i still love nachos i had nachos last night uh, at the movie i went to a movie with my sister and they had nachos there and i just had to have them so I'm, i'm still like that i'm still really down to earth really grounded um but i had this experience that took me way out there and first got into all of this, I was a really good skeptic. You know, I was kind of show me, I, you know, to get me to believe something. And so um, I try and have a real practical application of an extraordinary experience. So, Well, it's one that not everyone is going to have. I mean, uh, you know, most of us uh, – We'll have, we'll have sort of, I don't want to say the word vision because that sounds like it's a, it's a, uh, a religious thing and it's not, but, but most of us have had moments where we see things that we know aren't there, but we see them anyhow. And you've, you've gone that one step further and I love the, the way that you've woven, you know, the UFO stuff into it because at one point during this experience, how long did, how long were you actually in your coma? Um, two and a half days, between two and three days. So I wasn't sure if I could write three days or two days. So I put two, and I think technically it's about two and a half days. And at one point you were in a spaceship. I did. After I both my lungs collapsed um, in front of a, a live audience, my all of my friends at a women's meeting, uh, both my lungs were collapsed, and that's all I remember of that night. And then I went up as a spirit and went uh, – before I went to the spaceship, I also went into this liquid, undulating, warm water and with all this love. And in all of that love, uh, I was love. It was me. It was intelligent. It was beautiful. It totally expanded my every – thought about love and I'm a naturally loving kind of giving kind of much nurturing kind of a mother kind of a person anyway so I just see myself in all this love and it's like beyond anything I could have ever imagined so it's let's say you have all this love and you think you're really a good lover shall we say a good love you know love you have a relationship with love and then you're in all this love not lost in it but fully present in it 
and you're oh, and you're alive in it. And so I'm feeling all this love, just this amazing love, and it's like growing and moving and and it's so beautiful and I'm just feeling every aspect of myself and then I look down and I don't have a body. And so then I go, oh, hey, how how is that possible? I don't have a body yet. I still exist. And in that love and in that moment, just for a moment, um, the love was I, I was it. It was me. And and then from in that moment, then it shifted like a like you snap your fingers and then I'm in a spaceship and I had never been on a spaceship before I had never thought about ETs that I could remember I never I just it wasn't in my reality I was working hard you know doing all those quote-unquote normal things that you know you're supposed to do as a single mom of three kids and and it just wasn't in my reality at all just wasn't there and so after the experience it just then I became obsessed with learning as much as I could about it about well, UFOs, ETs, and not even near-death experience. I went to studying UFOs and ETs first. That made more of an impact on me to learn about that first. I also wanted to learn everything I could about Egypt. Egypt was a part of it. And then also then I kind of came back around and then uh, started learning about near-death experiences much later. Well, they all seem to be very individualistic, but but basically have the same pattern that they go somewhere and they get pulled back, and it's like, oh no, I don't want to go back. And then, you know, you they had to convince you that you were needed here and you had to come back. Yeah, I didn't want to leave. I, where I was was so amazingly beautiful, and I felt more present there than I had in my life at that time really fully present there. All of my beingness was there. And I was having such an amazing time because things there, there was no feeling of time. It was like you're just fully present and it's unfolding exactly the way it's supposed to and and without thinking about it. And where you would think and it would just be. And and it was just beautiful. And you also uh, felt real... uh, connected to everything that you saw there not only the my the my guardian he's called a guardian and then the council and the different beings that I would meet on the way we talked telepathically and very quickly the download was very quick and also experientially and then visually and so it was uh um, I wish we taught school like that to our kids nowadays. <laughs> they could oh. really learn something that way, you know. Oh, it would be so cool to be able to download a whole semester in one breath, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and in such a, uh, it was given to me in such a kind, uh, beautiful way as well. It was very, uh, I was uh, very honored and respected. And at first I'm thinking, well, it's against my will. I thought about that much later, what happened to me was against my will and was it and then I did this whole kind of a mind trip game with that as well and uh but it ended up being a very positive uh very very positive experience for me all all around and would I do it again I'm I don't know (laughs) it's like an edge you know (laughs) maybe I could have a vacation life sometimes you know (laughs) Well, I would imagine that that 
if you wanted to in in a self-hypnosis type meditation, you could probably go back to those experiences. But, you know, I think that, that people like you are given that experience to shift and change your focus to be able to help other people. And if you were able to go back there, you'd go back there full time. And then you wouldn't be doing anything on this side, helping people on this side. So That's true. That's true. For a while there, I had to not pinch myself, but really look at myself in the mirror or look at my body because I had to re-educate myself on that body being communication because mm-hmm. it, it, I had to relearn how to do that. And so that I would have to actually talk with my body because there were times – after that, which I know is real common now, am I still alive or is this a matrix and I'm really dead and I don't know it? You know how your mind can play all those kind of uh, tricks and weaves on you and, you know, and and uh, uh, convince you or at least put the postulate out there that, hey, maybe I'm still dead and, and I don't know it. And so I played with that for a while, too. And then I just yeah. No, you're not a zombie, for sure. No, not. So now, you know, but you have to play with all of it out there because I didn't know and I needed to know what happened to me and and uh, why. And what I discovered was there's lots of people that have these extraordinary experiences, but we didn't have a place at that time at the very beginning when it happened to me in 1989. You know, we hadn't really talked about near-death experience like we do now. True, true. But now, when something like this happens to you, when when it's it, it's either you know a near death experience or an out of body experience, or when when something like this that 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 shocks your awareness for sure, do you do you sit back? Do you spend time sitting back saying, why why did I come back? Why was I given this chance? What is my purpose? And what am I supposed to do now? Yeah, that was part of it. But also, I couldn't be alone and isolated and learn anything. So what I did is I wanted to learn everything I could. That's the action I took. I needed to take action. That's what I kept hearing. Keep learning, keep growing, keep changing, keep evolving with with what you started with, with this new expansion of this. Start meeting like-minded people. Start going to conferences, which I did. Start reading books, which I did. You know, start traveling to sacred spots from that time. I had never been out of the United States and now I've been to many, many countries and many sacred spots and met amazing people all over the world. And that I know would not have happened unless I have had that experience as well. Oh, sure. Absolutely. I know that um, with, with, with experiences like this, uh, people often feel that, that there is a, you know, a, 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 a very, very important thing for them to do. And in in my experience with, with speaking to most of these people, they usually have come, come to the conclusion that at first they, they know that there's something special, something monumentous that they're supposed to do. And, and over time they come to realize that it is their journey, their awareness, their searching that is the teaching tool that helps other people on their spiritual pathways. Yeah, I didn't know that it took me a long time to figure it out. <laughs> but also, I think I'm one of those people that gets a good cake recipe. I want to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. And so after I had the experience, I would go up to strangers and just 
want to hug them and really want to love them and really, you know, and, and we're all about love and there were no boundaries. I think we mm-hmm. talked about no boundaries. And so it took a while to acclimate to what was acceptable and what's not. And then sometimes I still break those boundaries because I have a lot of fun doing that. But, but I, I always do it with respect to people and honor. Usually it's with joking or teasing or laughing. So mm-hmm. that's the real medicine in all this is not to make it so serious and, and, and heavy, but to lighten yeah. it up and, I, and have fun with it. Yeah. I have often said to, to everyone, um, given half a chance that, that the best medicine we have is laughter. The greatest healing tool is laughter and the greatest teaching tool is laughter. And if, if you're too solemn, too somber, too, too reverent, um, your message doesn't get across. Yeah. And, and, and so celebrating the joy inside of you is a great way to teach people that, that, you know, you can be spiritual and you can have a sense of humor. And that, that's a big message. <laughs> and have some fun. I'm all about having some fun. <laughs> and, and you do a lot. You can get a lot done while you're having fun, while you're enjoying the process, because it is such a gift. Life is such a gift. And there's so much work we need to do here. I understand that. And that's one of the the mission, the things they told me to do. Our earth needs a lot of help and, and she's beautiful and she needs to be uh, taken care of and, and re- revered and honored and respected. And as, as all women and men and hum- humanity needs to respect humanity, right? Ourselves. Um, so you can take it way out there away, um, in, inward as well. And I think when I went way out, when I came back in within a few years, I met a Native American Indian chief and I studied with him and his family, Lakota Sioux, uh, Chief Richard Sparrow Eagle. And I studied with him and I got to learn to have a relationship with the Mother Earth. And so I went way in to the Mother Earth and, and found a relationship with her. So I felt like that is really what gave me my balance to be able to be in the world again. What do you, what do you tell people who, um, you know, you and I are very fortunate because we get to do what we love the most all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and the spiritual journey is, is a profoundly exciting one. Uh, no matter how long you've been in it, there's always something new to learn, something new to assimilate into, and, and there's always a new experience to, to embrace. But what, what about people who actually have jobs and lives and, and are raising children and stuff? How, how do you tell them, you know, what do you tell them about, okay, so yes, you're on a spiritual pathway and yes, you have a spiritual mission in life. How do you tell them to find the balance in their life? Yeah. Well, with me, I didn't do it that way. I just went in, I jumped, I dove in the pool. I just <laughs> dove right in and I took my three kids along with me and they were in quite a bit of turmoil and quite a bit of chaos for a while until I got it together of how to be that in the world. And it took a balance. And for me, meditation was a way that I was able to do that. And I still worked in the world. I still, uh, I worked in an art gallery for a while. I worked three jobs uh, for a while just to help take care of my kids too. So I, I still had a spiritual life and uh-huh. it had to do with meditation. And then I would go out 
and and meet spiritual people, you know, like at a library at the. Then we had a lot more New Age stores than we do now, so that was a good good place to go look was a local New Age store and just go hang out there and start talking about it. But now we have so many places online that are willing to teach you. Uh, you can start taking classes and see how you like it. I made the mistake is that I wanted to learn everything by five o'clock. <laughs> How'd that work for you? <laughs> it did not work well. It did not work well. And so you don't have to do it so black and white. And I learned a lot about black and white. And I really work really well in that gray area. And so I try and weave it. And sometimes it's still a battle because I would prefer just to do only my spiritual work and take care of myself and my family that way. And I've been really blessed. But also that's had a lot of hills and valleys too, where I, I uh, you know, where the the, the uh, telephone bill was getting cut off all the time and uh, uh, rent, I knew, uh, I knew the PG&E lady by first name. And she would not turn off my electricity for me. And, and I took my rent to, drove it to San Francisco to my landlord and gave it to him in person in cash because I would be like 10 days late. So I, it was always a struggle financially. I uh, think that, that's something that, that most people don't realize about, uh, people who have been in the spiritual field for a long time. Uh, and I, and I'm talking 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And, and it's that, that we have undergone the same kind of, of difficulties and the stresses and the overwhelms and the disasters that, that everybody else has. And we've survived them. And that's, that's why for the longest time, the, uh, theme song for my show was I made it through the rain. With Barry Manilow, everybody thought I was ridiculous, but that that to me was my theme song, and and it spoke to me about about life's thunderstorms, and 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 you make it through, you make it through, and and it, it's uh, it, and then and then of course I went to you know imagine, and now I have ice cream cones um, mm. is the theme song, but but um, it's it's sort of like people. On um, people who are psychics and have been in the field a very long time could probably sit down with anybody who thought they were going through horrible difficulties and compare stories. And the person, the other person would walk away saying, geez, I'm glad that's not me. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree with you 100% on that. Sometimes I feel like I was giving all, given all these trials and tribulations just to see like they were, someone was learning from what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I thought someone else, maybe my guides or maybe someone was watching me or, and you know, and is it just me? So I learned that what I was going through was learning how to live a spiritual life in a material world mm -hmm. and, and how you balance that and how you do that. I'm still working on it in in ways. I'm st sometimes I'm really good at it, and sometimes mm -hmm. I'm not good at it at all. So <laughs> sometimes sometimes I'm pretty sure they've all gone out to play golf and <laughs> have left me to to clean up my own mess, which yeah. which of course is appropriate. Uh, we've got another caller. Um, hi, three oh five. You're on the air. How can we help? Hey, Barbara. That was great. Happy 4th of July. Oh, Deanna, how are you? I'm fine. I just just called in and I didn't expect even to, you know, be 
called up in an hour. So great. Um, I would love a reading. We can do that. Do you have any particular direction you want us to focus on? Oh, God. Happiness. <laughs> Never mind. I'll just give you what spirit gives me, okay? I know. I know. You <laughs> give me anything, and I'll always be grateful for whatever you give me. Okay. Um, what I've got here is that, that the next 12, 12 months are going to be spectacular for you. There's magic and miracles and expecting the unexpected. There's being set free from the burdens that, that a lot of the burdens, not all of them, because let's be fair, the universe isn't that, you know, generous, but, but there is a, a, a setting free from a lot of the burdens that you've been carrying. That happens in the October timeframe, but I would say that between, this is July, July and August, are times where you're working at opening new avenues for the expression of yourself. And September is a time where there is a, definitely a lot of spiritual input into all that's going on within your reality. You seem to be opening up to new things. And it feels to me as though things are being taken care of. Things are, are, are moving in new directions for you, set free from burdens and in, in the October time frame and then in, in November, it's time to take care of yourself, and there is the luxury of being able to gift yourself with relaxation and comfort. I mean, not a trip around the world, but but just to be able to relax and take a deep breath, and then you have Phoenix rising in December, and after December, everything flows beautifully for you. There's an opening up. There's new beginnings. There's fresh starts. Looks like a spectacular 12-month time frame for you. You've been right in the past, and I, I think you're right this time. <laughs> well, let, let me pass you. Let me pass you over to Barbara and, and see what she sees. Yeah, I, we're we're like synced up, Barbara. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and and I would have to agree with everything Barbara said. And I also see when you first said hello, I thought you asked if you could have a happiness reading, and I don't know if you said that or not. And so yeah, then, yes. Okay, I did. I love that. The the symbol that I got is like a chalice, and you're holding on to it, but you're not holding on to it too tight. But you're holding on to it, and as you're holding on to it, the symbol is like it's sloshing um, liquid. Looks like I don't know if it's red liquid out of it, and you're so like when you're singing and where you're singing and you're sloshing this uh, beautiful chalice. Uh, of all this happiness and all these things good that are happening with you. And what you want to do is you're, help, you're singing about it and talking about it and celebrating, and that invites all your friends to come along with you. Thank you, Barbara. Another Barbara. <laughs> Wonderful. I, I love Barbara DeLong. I've been talking to her for close to eight years. Mm. And... Uh, and she's been right so, so many, many times. And uh, I said, okay, this is a good night to call in. Since it was a holiday. I wanted to wish, you know, her and you a very, very happy 4th of July and be very grateful that everything went well. Absolutely. It looks it looks really well for you, Dan. It really does. And, no, and I meant that we had... A good celebration all over the states, and everything was 
peaceful. Yes, that's true. So grateful. So grateful for that. Mm-hmm. So can I continue listening on this line or do I need to call it another line? Um, I think if you mute your telephone, you can listen on this line. You're, I will mute my telephone. Mute yourself and, and sit back and relax and have some bonbons on us. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye-bye. She's been around. I, she has been calling into my shows forever, and she is the sweetest lady ever, ever, ever. Yeah, she looks amazing. Amazing. So, so, so your spiritual gifts sort of just all blossomed at one time. Yeah, I think so. I, uh, well, it definitely turned on right after I got out of the hospital. Actually, before when I came back, as I'm coming back, it was time to go back. I could see uh, a body down below on a hospital bed and I saw my friend sitting there and she's meditating and I'm thinking my first thoughts are what is my friend Cindy doing in the hospital room and it didn't occur to me that it was my body down there on that bed it just wasn't there and then when I figured it out that it was my body I I didn't have an attack or, you know, like, oh, my God, that's my body. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't, like, lose it or anything. It was very, like, making a statement. Oh, that's my body, but I'm here. And mm-hmm. it was time, time to go back in. And he told me it was time to go back in. And I didn't want to. And I threw a big fit. I really did throw a big fit because I told him I just really wasn't ready to go yet. And I and so then he showed me um, my three children. And I thought, oh, yeah, I have three kids. And they really love me, but they'll be fine. They'll be just fine. I'm still kind of like, they'll be great. They'll just, you know, they got it all. They came to learn the things they need to learn. They'll be, you know, they'll be taken care of. And so then he said, you know, it's time for you to go back. So, so then I started to go back and then right before I'm starting to go back into the body, he said, wait a minute. So I'm sitting, I'm standing kind of both floating over my body but we're both standing up and he said, I have a mission for you if you would like it. And so I said, sure, without even thinking about it. And he said, we would like for you to be an ambassador. And I said, oh, yeah, I'll be an ambassador. That's great. That's terrific. And as I'm floating down to the body, my last question was, well, what's an ambassador? And he, he was gone. And so then I acclimated down into the body. And so then when I woke up and said, I wanted nachos, I was starving. It was really true. I was absolutely famished. I was starving. And, but all my psychic abilities just turned on a hundred percent. So I could feel everything in all the people that would come into the room. I could think their thoughts. I could feel them. I knew where their pain was. And I really looked at pain and suffering for a while. And I also uh, worked a lot on death. And I, um, so to have a relationship with death, I really needed to know what it was about and, you know, what it was like again and, and really kind of work on all of that. So I worked with, uh, some people who were dying at the time. And I also just ran into people who had people that were dying. And it was kind of felt like a setup for me to learn about it, the subject, because when I grew up, we didn't talk about it. And my grandfather died. I didn't go to his funeral. Kids didn't, in my family, kids didn't go to funerals. We didn't talk about it. And they felt that was the right way. It was the best way to protect the children 
from such a terrible, horrible thing. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I really, uh, I had, had asthma as a child, so I was always kind of dying, always almost to lose my breath or dying. So I had a relationship with it a little bit, but not like, uh, not like after the near death experience. Definitely game on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I do know, I do know. We have another caller, but we're really close to the top of the hour. Um, I don't know how many minutes we've got. Um, five. Okay. Let's talk for five. Seven, one, eight. You'll be our first caller after we come back from the break because we want to give you more than five minutes for sure. Um and if anybody out there wants to just call in to listen, the call in just to listen is 605-562-4200. So um, if, if you would like to just listen to the show on the phone, that's the number you can call in and listen to. See, I've been, I've been at, at I've been here since February. So February, March, April, May, June, July. Six months. I just learned something. <laughs> how about you barb you've been on just a little bit longer here have you have you got all the ins and outs ironed out yet uh well i know i i know how, the number to call in for reading i do know that but i i have a little piece of paper that i read a little bit so that kind of helps me uh and i'm and my producer helps me with I close my eyes during my reading, so he handles. I have Patrick English as my producer, and he really helps me with with that. So, because um, I close my eyes, so I can't do the chat room. I can't really do anything, and uh, but he really helps. And it's such a wonderful station here, Revolution Radio, because everyone's such family. So if you do mess up, they they don't rash you too bad. <laughs> well, no, I, and Sean, Sean is great. He's, you know, I just have to keep remembering to look because he does give me information. I just forget to look. But, yeah. uh, I, I did, I did say something and boom, there it was. Five more minutes to go. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, uh, I, I was on Block Talk for seven years and, and now I've been here since, I think, uh, February. February, November, February, I think. Um, so we're, we're, you know, get, I'm getting used to all of it, but you're right. It's an amazing station and it is totally, totally, totally listener supported. So if any of those, those of you who are enjoying the show and like what you're hearing, uh, Revolution Radio has a number of ways you can help to support us, whether it's through a donation or buying packets of seeds that have no GMOs or lots of other amazing uh, ways that you can help to support the program, it would be greatly appreciated because everybody who's on Revolution Radio um, is, is is absolutely working for free for the love of it. And and uh, there are tons of us. And uh, it's the, the, the hawk who, who manages the entire thing does an, a miraculous job. Um, and every month I, we either come close or we're surpassed by just a little what is needed to carry us through for the next month. So if any of you have extra change in your pockets and want to throw it our way, it would be greatly appreciated. And, and, and if you have extra folding stuff, that would be good too, because this show, this, this radio station, um, is 
one of the few places where where the, it's the listeners that support it. And so long as you people out there help us to come on the air and, and share our wisdom and our our intelligence or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> and sometimes it is lack thereof, but it gives us an opportunity to, um, to really put our, our information out there. So, uh, for, for all of those of us who work for free, uh, if you help support us so we can continue doing this, it would be just great. Um, and, and Barb, I'm sure you have the same spiel that you give out to at the break. I do, and and the archives are also a, a wonderful way to support the station because it's not very expensive. It's less than uh, going to a movie per month and and uh, joining uh, a monthly membership in the archives, and mm-hmm. then they can uh, download your show and 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 play it in the car while they're driving or or while they're cooking or gardening or whatever they're doing. And I Absolutely. love that. That aspect of it's great. Yeah, no, yeah. and the, the archives are great. And and on the front page of my website, that's barbaradelong.com, um, is a player that has all of the shows that I do on it. And um, after we come back and after we read our 718 person who is patiently sitting there, um, I, we want, I want to talk about your esoteric university, which is oh. a beautiful I- website, by the way. Is that the one your son did? My son helped me with that. Yeah, yeah, he's wonderful. Okay, we'll be back in about three to five minutes. in the experience of a lifetime for the cruise into spirit and seminar at sea october 15 to the 22nd 2016 sailing from fort lauderdale florida to the eastern caribbean on the fabulous oasis of the seas featuring some of the most respected spiritual leaders on the planet including lisa williams kim russo don jose ruiz daniel and katherine brinkley denise lynn Moss sajani susan shumsky myself and many more our holistic seminar at sea takes place on board one of the most extraordinary cruise ships on the planet a ship that is so enormous and so fantastic it's a destination in itself with broadway shows ice skating fountain and diving shows gourmet food high-speed internet spa free room service surfing rock climbing zip lining and so much more delight in a conference at sea with some of the world's greatest spiritual guides enjoy seven days of pure bliss sailing into spiritual awakening and higher awareness visit magnificent tropical ports 
of Nassau, St. Thomas, and St. Mark. Participate in awesome spiritual workshops and activities. Practice yoga, qigong, and sacred dance. Enjoy vegetarian, non-vegetarian, or raw food. Nightly UFO watches under the stars. Make new friends. Gain greater wisdom and create memories that will last a lifetime. At www.cruiseintospirit.com. When you register for this spectacular seven-day cruise seminar, please enter my name, Sean David Morton, www.cruiseintospirit. You'll cruise into heaven at a time you'll never forget. Is your data safe? Do you have the necessary information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. Over 3 gigs of survival documents and how-tos, plus the USDA offline food preservation website, and much, much more, including a surprise bonus we just can't tell you about here. With plenty of room left over to store your most important documents. Imagine if a megavirus or a computer failure took out your bank, or all the banks for that matter. Are your banking records safe in your hands so when they get things fixed and repaired, you can say, hey, look, this is what I had. You have it. I want it back. Is your personal data safe? Family records? Addresses? phone numbers we'll squeeze on over to freedomslips.com yes that's www.freedomslips.com click the banner on the homepage for the emp proof bullet drive to get the full scoop of everything that we offer so folks keep your data safe for your peace of mind revolution radio freedomslips.com you don't need to expect us we're already here gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent news story, and I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. On the go? Still want to listen? Don't have one of those fancy phones with too many buttons. Don't know what an app is? Or you don't even care? Well, we got you here at Revolution Radio. Now you can dial in 24-7 to listen to our shows. We have a number for Studio A and Studio B. And best of all, it's free. Don't forget, carrier charges for your cell phone provider may apply, though. So check with your cell provider to make sure. So ready? Here you go. Get a pen. Here's the number. Studio A is 712-432-6958. And Studio B is 716 716- 748-0112. Thank you very much for listening to Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com, the number one listener-supported radio station in the world. Officer for the week. Yes. But all the decisions of that officer have to be ratified at a special bi-weekly meeting. Yes, I see. By a simple majority in the case of purely internal affairs. Be quiet. But by a two-thirds majority in the case of more Be quiet. I order you to be quiet. Look, you stupid bastard. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look. It's just a flesh wound. I don't believe I'm in such a display of courage, skill, nerves, grace, stupidity. I'll do you for that. What? Come here. What are you going to do, bleed on me? 
I'm invincible! You're a loony. The Black Knight always triumphs! Roundtable Live, Monday through Friday, 1 a.m. till 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Bring your mind, bring your ideas, bring your voice. King Arthur had nothing on us. Here at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. The opinions expressed on this radio station, its programs, and its website by the hosts, guests, and call-in listeners or chatters are solely the opinions of the original source who expressed them. They do not necessarily represent the opinions of Revolution Radio and FreedomSlips.com, its staff, or affiliates. You're listening to Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, 100% listener-supported radio, and now we return you to your host. And this is Nightlight, and we're back. Thank you for tuning to Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com. Please help endorse our efforts in airtime by visiting the station's support page and making a donation. From station owner to all levels of management, the entire production crew, and every host, we all work without compensation of any kind except, of course, for the joy of being a part of a very unique and special station, one that supports a true sense of freedom. Any donation, even a small one, is greatly appreciated and keeps freedom ever-present out there for those who seek independent thought and new paradigms and philosophies. So we are back, and um, it appears that we have a few calls. So are you back with me, Barb? I am definitely here. Okay, 718, thank you for so patiently waiting. How can we help tonight? Well, I just wanted to call in. I've seen your, uh, your advertisement today, and uh, I was very interested. Fantastic. So, you know, we're doing readings. Is there any particular direction you want me to aim this in, or are you? Well, are you- well honestly, um, I've gone through a little bit of a rough patch. I've had about the worst five years that anybody could have in this lifetime. And I just want to see if there's any light on on the horizon. Oh, my God. There's not only a light, it's a spotlight. Um, I would say you have been put through what I call Phoenix Rising, a Phoenix Rising time frame. And that's where we are reborn out of the ashes of the old. And from the looks of the cards that I've got here, you're out. Now, that means you're a new person, you have new perceptions, you have new directions. It means you've been given the opportunity to change your life dramatically. And and it feels to me as though, I'm, I'm not going to, I will absolutely confirm from what I'm looking at, you've been battered, no doubt about it. But the universe <laughs> has a purpose for people who have been battered. And, and that's to prove to you that you can survive anything and that you have your sense of humor, you have your spirit, it, it has not been, you, you may have some bumps and scratches, I'm not saying you don't, but from what I see, you have brought a sense of balance and justice into your life that is profound. There's going to be a time that you're going to go through, probably after around the end of the summer, where I see you sort of um, taking stock of life and, and just deciding 
what works and what doesn't work and shifting your perception to create a new reality. You have the power to create your reality by your perception of it. You can choose to look at yourself as battered and torn and whatever, or you can look at yourself as I survived this, I can survive anything. I'm going to go out and conquer the world. I mean, keep it legal for sure, but, but, <laughs> you know, but, but yeah. there is such great strength and wisdom and, and all sorts of wonderful energy here is just spectacular. Are, are you know? I'm not. I, I, I would. Lie, I would be lying to you if I said I felt that um, you'll never be challenged again because that's how we grow. But the worst of it is absolutely over. I, I see you giving yourself a sense of of freedom to start enjoying and laughing at things and. You know, I, I see you laughing at things now, kind of like, you know, if that's the best you've got, I can handle this no problem at all. By the time you get to December, you've got, you're rebirthing a new aspect of yourself. And from December on, you've got spotlight falling on you. You've got new beginnings. You've got uh, new options for directions to go in. You're, you're shifting and changing, I think, career to a certain degree, but but it feels to me as though you're finally opening up to a lot of the talents and the gifts that you have inside of yourself, and you're beginning to incorporate your creative talents and skills into what you want to do if you grow up. It's a spectacular time for you. Just right. ab- absolutely freaking phenomenal. Barbara, what are you getting? I It's like everything you said is what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Well, can, can I ask you this? Do you see anything, um, without me being too specific, relationship-wise? Um, well, first of all, you're, you're changing who you are. You know, uh, this, this entire procedure has changed you dramatically. You're a new person. You're a different person. Um, I would say that, that relation, are you in one now? Um, well, that's where my question varies because, um, Kind of the past and the present kind of fighting each other right now, and I just, I'm just not sure which direction it's going to head. Okay, so when in doubt, don't. Um, it's, it, and it works. If you have a question or, or if you're wondering about something, just step back and give yourself some time and some patience. Um, my feeling is here that, that, as far as something brand new, another new person, and coming into your life, I don't see that. I think you got too many now. Um, but but what I'm seeing here is you you beginning to look at your life through different eyes, and it feels as though there is adjustments that that have to be made. Um, and and it feels to me as though I hate to say this because people hate to hear it, but but patience is what's called for here. So that if you can be patient, things work themselves out. If you try to manage or manipulate, you'll get in the way of what the universe wants. And when you get in the way of the universe, you usually trip and fall and you end up, you know, creating a bigger mess altogether. And it well, feels it feels to me like you're trying to manipulate and that doesn't work. Well, let, let me say to this to you. Let me just, could, do you, would you mind if I give you a little short story? No, go ahead. Okay, um, 2011 this started, okay? I had the most wonderful wife in the world who I was with for 25 years and I was married to for 20, and she decided to have an affair. 
that's when things kind of started. Then my health started to decline. Um, the company, I worked for a major company in New York, um, a major uh, media company, we'll, we'll say it like that. And uh, they decided, um, they made a deal with the union and six, six to 700 of us were put out in the street um, about a week before Christmas. Then 2012 came along and I got I was at ground zero for Hurricane Sandy. I got five feet of water. I lost my house. I lost everything that I worked for for over 20 years. And I, from after that, uh, three adults and a 100-pound golden retriever lived in a car for almost two to three months in front of this house that was just devastated with nothing left in it. Um, from there, the dog wound up getting cancer and dying. Uh, I have a seven one eight number, but unfortunately, due to circumstances, I had to move uh, about twelve hundred miles south of uh, where that number is uh, originated from. So, you know, things have been very, very trying. You know, and I do agree with what you said. I am looking at things from a different set of eyes. You know, my uh, my wife or whatever she is at this point. You know, she wants to try to rekindle things and. You know, there's certain things that, that it's kind of hard to get to just look mm-hmm. overlook, you know. So yes. I'm just looking to see if there's any kind of light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, like I said, I I've, I think I've I've lived more in the last five years of disastrous results than, than most people have in their lifetime. Well, I would I would tend to agree with you, but the reason you did was because you were able to survive it. And, and, and you have. And... As far as the relationship goes, I would give, I would, I would actually give it some time up to you as to what your choice is. And, and if you can't, you know, if you can't put it behind you and move forward, then, then you will have choices to make. But I would give it some time because, um, I feel that there, there may have been extenuating circumstances and you need to talk and talk a lot. And if if after a lot of talking it doesn't work, then then you will make a choice. But I, I think that that sometimes when you're going through things like this, there's so much going on, you don't have time to sit and quietly talk things out. And I would give her that chance. I would really give her two to three months of just talking it out and not getting angry, but talking it out and explaining your feelings and, and letting her do the same. Because I think there was more going on than you know about, not not as far as her doing more, but but as to why she did it and, and stuff like that. So I think she was at a really bad time in her life when this happened. And I don't know if it's something you can understand or forgive, but I would give her the chance to put it out there. Right. Well, that's one of the reasons, like I said, I'm, I'm kind of 1,200 miles south of, of where I was, and uh, I figured a little time and a little distance might, you know, give me a clear line of uh, thought as far as, you know, exactly what. And, and it's just basically, it's what you said before I even said everything. Basically, I've just been trying to contemplate. And actually, you know, before any of this stuff happened, I can make a joke out of anything. I mean, mm-hmm. I can make people laugh, and that's the one thing that I lost that I haven't regained yet. That oh, it's here! Most. It's here! It's here! It's not gone any place. 
It truly hasn't. And when you can start laughing and, 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 and with hopes laughing with your wife, um, you'd be surprised at what can happen. But, I appreciate. You, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, just give it, give it the chance to find the laughter. If you can find the laughter, and if after, you know, if after several months of not being able to find the laughter, if you know, then you'll then you'll make an intelligent choice. But I think possibly the time frame was a good idea. But 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 please give it time to talk it out. And if once you've done that, you have 20 years, you have to honor that. Right. No, believe me, I do. Okay. So even, even after all has been said and done, uh, I've remained faithful to this woman to this day. And I haven't really been with her since 2012. Okay. Well, talk it out. It's time. Okay. Uh, Barbara, right. do, you, do you go along with me, Barbara? Yeah, I do. And, and I just see that your wife will have to embrace the new you because there's definitely a new you. You kind of like died and came back again it's almost like a near death and with all these different changes that you have to handle and and stay with so that you're not only are you a new you you have a lot more freedom than the old you and you don't let a lot of those little things uh get to you and what i see is that you're looking at the forward looking forward and letting go of the past because you're creating a whole new life in front of you and your wife, if you can, um, create that together, co-create it together as a whole new beginning would be like a whole new beginning, uh, you know, still based on that old foundation. But with respect and honoring this new you that's emerged out of all of that uh, death and destruction and, and tearing down of all those things really that didn't serve you. Right. Well, I've, I've been kind of looking at it from, from that kind of perspective that, you know, that every once in a while in life, maybe sometimes you need to get rid of all of the clutter from the past and start anew. So you guys have been, you've been hitting it right on the head here. Okay, well, thank you so much for calling. Can I ask you one other thing? Sure. Do you see any kind of money coming my way anytime soon? I, I, it, it looked like career was shifting and changing, and and with that, sh- and and it doesn't mean losing a job. It means it means shifting and changing and expanding. Um, it, it feels like that there is possibly um, more money coming in, probably in the September time frame, and then again in the January time frame. Money coming in above and beyond what you anticipate. Wonderful. Okay. You ladies have been absolutely wonderful. Um, in return, besides going, there's a couple of things that I've heard in your commercials that I am going to buy from your site. Um, I, I do run a side website, which I'd rather not plug on your, on your time, but I am going to, um, post your, your page up there and it cross references about, about a million hits a month. Well, so, I do. I do. Thank you. But are you in the chat room? No, I'm not right now. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, if you want to give out your website, you could just give it out, and and anyone who is listening can pick it up and check it out. Well, either way, I'm sure you'll 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 see me out there. Okay. Okay. Thanks you've for been calling. Absolutely, you've been absolutely wonderful, and I thank you both. You have a wonderful night. You thank too. You. 
Good night. Bye now. Bye bye. Okay, Barb. Well, um, that was good. <laughs> we've got more callers. Let's do this. I'm having a great time. Okay, five oh nine. You're on the air. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hi. Who me? is this? Yep. Oh, me. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> My earbuds work. Yay. Okay. <laughs> this is Lynn. <laughs> Hi, Lynn. How can we help? Well, I would like to know about my past. Um, I have kind of black holes in my memory, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a, four years ago, maybe or so, psychic tell me that I was shown something that I didn't want to see, but didn't tell me what it was. I think most likely I wasn't ready for it. Um, I would... It wasn't more than just the sexual abuse that happened to me. That is like, yeah, big deal. It happened. A matter of fact, the emotions are gone uh-huh. from it. It doesn't sting. It doesn't hurt. And, you know, I've dealt with all of the ramifications of being a survivor uh-huh. of sexual abuse. And I'm good with that. You know, where I'm at with my feeling on that. Um, okay. I, I just, I, working on memory, I'm working on my memory. I think it, you know, quite possibly is to see my future. And um, I am rather stagnant right now. Okay, what, what I'm, I'm seeing a couple of really important things here. First of all, I don't see any holes. Okay. So that, so that when those memories are ready, when you're ready for those memories to come out, they will. Mm-hmm. So I'm not seeing any holes in, in as far as that goes. I just feel that there are doors that are closed and when it's time they'll open and you'll be able to embrace whatever is inside. I am seeing that, that this month especially you have, um, I threw cards for you and, and there's the threshold card and that means that you're, you're going to be, um, sort of moving through or across a threshold that that enables you to perceive this and other dimensions more clearly and it feels as though there's there's angelic energy around you and you are birthing a new aspect of yourself so the next 3 months are going to be a very exciting time for you and and it feels that you're going to take all the experiences of the past and allow them to um give you the strength to move into new venues new areas and go in new directions um, spiritual energy is very clearly here. There's, there's no doubt about that. And the cool thing is, the cool thing and not so cool thing about spiritual energy is it finds where it's supposed to be in spite of us, not, not because of us. Um, quite often we think we know exactly what, what we should be doing and where should we should be going. And, and the universe often has a different direction and map in front of them. And sometimes there's a little bit of arm wrestling with the universe, and then the universe, of course, always wins. So it, it feels to me as though you're you're at a time and a place where 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 things are 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 working internally. They haven't manifested externally yet. If you want to speed that up, um, 
becoming involved in some creative activities that are fun for you that you enjoy doing, whether it's artwork or needlework or gardening or taking engines apart and putting them back together or, yeah, you need a creative outlet in your life to open that creative channel through which the spiritual energy can flow. You've, you've shut down all your creativity. You need to open it up again. Barb, what are you getting? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting real, we're like right on the same wave here. <laughs> but it's where you're, you're, you've worked so hard on yourself and you've done such a good job that I just see you taking this deep breath in and holding on for the ride of going through this tunnel, this dark tunnel. But coming out the other side now is now. You, you've done it. You're on the other side, so now you get to have an out breath. Kind of like, whoosh. <laughs> yes, that. The ah. Uh, like that movie you're waiting to exhale? Yes, yes. That's a good movie to watch. And it's just letting go where you, okay, and kind of pat yourself on the back for all the good work that you've done. You've done a tremendous job. And, and then taking that out breath out. And that would be not waiting for the next boot to drop, but instead to trust that you've done your work and you planted your new garden and you get to grow all these new ideas. And what Barbara said about creating, creating and being a co-creator with spirit in whatever project you want to work, work on, but in a playful way and, and not having to have an end product but in enjoying a process for no other reason than to enjoy it. Like, um, you know, it can be as simple as knitting or it can be um, watercolors. It could be we all have an art form within us that's trying to come out. And sometimes you just have to explore all of those areas. And so a good way to start is with your heart. What's the what would be the most fun thing for me to do where and it, no shoulds and no coulds, but what would be the. The most fun, what sounds like the most fun thing for you to do. And you don't have to be good at it either. You mm. just have to have fun. Right. And, you know, I'm, I, I could use the, definitely the fun. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I have lots of laughter and fun daily as I, I have, again, I stay with my daughter and her lovely little family. So I have the grandchildren around and, oh. Let me tell you, <laughs> there's lots of love and joy and laughter on a daily basis. So I'm blessed in that way. You know, uh, when, when you're talking, almost see cooking, like taking a cooking class, like at the local, I don't know how, how far out you are there, but like taking a cooking class with a group of people your age, maybe some younger, because you have, you're young at heart, but maybe a cooking class would be wonderful for you. But trying, trying something new like that, just for you, not for anybody else, just for you. Yeah. I've been a parent since, uh, 16 years old and I'm 53 now. Yeah. And for the past 12 years, my eldest grandchild is 12. And so I've been working on who on earth am I outside of being mom? Been long, mom, you know, longer than I've been win. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I'm, I, you know, <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm still a work in progress, of course. And, and yes, but you're I, doing I a great job. Thank mm-hmm. you. I think that's the best to come. 
It, it is. Yeah. And, and in many ways, I just think you're a late bloomer. Yeah, I've written that down about myself many times. <laughs> no, you, you didn't have time to bloom before. So no. you're a late bloomer, and that's the best kind. I got to tell oh. you, um, that's yeah. the best kind because, you know, those p- people that bloomed early are now wilting, and the rest of us are still are just coming into our peak, which is great. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and you know, I mean, I'm quite excited about what it sounds so. It, it sounds fabulous. Well, thank you for calling. Yes, and I thank you so very much for taking the time with me. You're thank so you. very welcome. Thank you. Good night, now. Okay, have a good one. You too. Happy Fourth. Thank you. <laughs> and we've got two six oh. Hi, you're on the air. Hello, this is Scott. Hi, Scott. How you doing? Well, I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> oh. Oh, Let's this hear your exciting. voice again. Yeah. You, you've been through a lot. I have? <laughs> yes, I'd say so. Uh, oh, well, it's kind of ending, I hope. Yeah. So how can we help tonight? Oh, I was just, uh, I've seen that you were doing this. I was called listening, and um, I don't know. I've, I've been going to this uh this church on Sunday and uh, they do many readings at the end and the one girl kept telling me I'm supposed to be doing medium work and healing and stuff and kind of needed a little direction there. Okay, well, um, do you do readings at all? Do you, um, are, are you some? No. Okay, well, then the best thing for you to do is to start working on the spiritual foundations, the, the, the understanding of, of spirituality and the cosmic laws and, and working on yourself, kind of implementing them into your own life and, and walking your talk, so to speak. And the more sensitive you become with yourself, the more sensitive you become with others. It, it, it works, it, it works that way. You have to work on yourself first. You know, that old adage, healer, heal thyself. It's psychic, fix yourself first or come to understand what you're about and, and becoming a psychic, becoming a medium, becoming a channel. All of it starts with that, that journey of self-awareness that you do as far as the spiritual goes. There are a lot of really good books out there. Um, Let's see, Brad Olson has two great books called Esoterica that, that help to explain a lot of things that are really good books to read. There's Science of Mind. There's, um, there, there, I, I would, I would just start journeying inside and, and learning to understand yourself a little better. Um, it, it's, it's, a, it's a study of, of who am I, where am I going, and how can I best touch humanity. And the more you learn about the spiritual laws and the other foundations of spirituality, the, the more that, that, that you do understand how, how impactful our words and our actions are and our thoughts. And the more sensitive you become, uh, it, it, it overflows. It doesn't come from being sensitive to other people and then understanding yourself. It comes from understanding yourself and being sensitive about you and how you impact other people with your actions and your words and your deeds. And then then you're able to see 
the sensitivity goes the other direction. It's a really exciting journey. Um, I d- well, I, don't... I have been working on myself for quite a while, doing walking the walk, talking the talk, and um, mm-hmm. maybe that's some of the stuff she picked up on. As far as, um, you know, being a, a, a medium and giving messages and giving readings, um I don't know. Uh, you know, we all, we all look at things from different, through different spectrums. I, I do feel, I, I strongly, you know, it's obvious that you're, you're on a spiritual pathway. It's obvious that you are working very hard on, on all of the, the fun and exciting things that come with this journey of self-awareness and spirituality. But what your real talents are, I, I couldn't tell you if you paid me a million dollars. I just know that they <laughs> they will manifest when the time is right. And and it's it's kind of like um Michelangelo and the Pope. The Pope kept looking up and at him and saying, When will the ceiling be done? And he kept saying it'll be done when it's done. And and when your gifts start to emerge, you'll know it. It's you can't make any, you know. I mean, there. I I would I would love to be able to walk on water, but that hasn't come yet. Um, <laughs> the and, need hasn't arrived, yeah. Rose. <laughs> no, and and yeah, I can do it, but it has to be frozen. Um, yeah. But we all have ideas as to what we think we should be, but we don't know what we should be. We have to let it open up for us. Barb, what do you got there? Yeah, I'm thinking I'm right with you on exploring uh, what's out there for you. And if you like the healing that this woman gave you, is do they offer classes there? There's um, there's different classes. I um, Reiki and uh, yeah. I do some Qigong. I did some, uh, I, well, I just got some uh, big quartz crystal and a selenite oh, cool. tonight um, uh, up there in Orlando. And um, oh. I was just curious because she kept telling me this stuff. And, I mean, I have a sense of knowing this, and I've really been working on my st- myself so hard and the whole thing about, you know, a healer, heal thyself is, right. yes, you do have, it has to come from within you, but I never, like, even thought about the mediumship or something. I always had the desire for the healing, but my goal is just to be at one. Well, you know, they have a lot of spiritualist churches down there. You might look for a, a church that offers a spiritual development course. Like Casadega? Are you near Casadega? Um, I'm in Southwest Florida. Um, I go up to Venice, Church of Angels, okay. Angel Ministries, and they're very good. There's uh, Reverend Pat there and Reverend Phyllis, and uh, very good teachers. Mm-hmm. I would, I would absolutely just look for some classes in development in those places because uh, they're the best guides you you have because they're not going to rip you off. Mm-hmm. Right. Start. It's a good start, and then you'll meet other people and make long, long, long lifetime friends as well that are into it. And then you can talk with them about what class did they like, what was the most important to them, and that sort of thing. And just take one well, class, and then by taking that class, it'll start to build itself for you. Oh, good, good. I just have one more question, please. Sure. Okay. What? Is there a good way to 
learn to communicate with your spiritual guides. I mean, I feel I'm guided, but I mean, like, everybody, some people talk, well, you know, my guides told me this and my guides told me that. I mean, is it just my outlook? Uh, well, you know, people ask me what master teacher guides me, and I tell them the only master I know for sure that I have is Master Card. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's master... <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean. Um, no, it's okay. Um, master, you have a master spirit within you. All of us do, and lots of people feel they have to give that that master spirit a name and identity, and and they don't claim it as their own. So lots of people will say, "Well, Saint Michael guides me, or Saint Andrew guides me, or Saint." Christopher guides me and and the reality is you've got a master guide inside of you it's 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 there so I would say meditation I would say um work on meditation I would say um you know if you if you if you really feel you need it that badly then then your spirit inside will send you a holographic spirit guide for you to to call Fred or whoever um but but the reality is it's you've got all the magic inside of you and and it's it's wonderful and and the journey in in the internal journey the passage within to find your master guides um you, you can do that through meditation barb okay yeah. Uh, and I think if you, once you find your guide, if you, there's lots of classes, I bet where you're at at that church, they have a class called getting more in touch with your guides. And if that's something that interests you, then it takes practice. Once they show you the basic techniques and you just practice it till it becomes just really real. And then it becomes like you think it and it is. And then you just listen and, and the guide will, come to you you can develop a relationship with the guide and you have the one guy that's usually there for me that's been there forever and then I have some that come in and out depending on what my needs are but I've really worked to have a relationship with them and have them involved in my life so when I go to make decisions I you know I kind of check with the team <laughs> hey what do you think but I do that um, with direct source too because we're never alone in all of this we have a lot of spirits always trying to help us, help help us in, in so many different ways if we just take the time out and sometimes not do, but just be and listen. And if, and if you ask for the name, sometimes they'll give you a name and sometimes they won't. But if you are sitting in the meditation part and ask for that guide and, you know, you'll he'll become more real or she'll become more real to you as you work. And there's certain ways uh, that you can work with the guides to make them more real to you. And so that I would suggest you take a class. Uh, you can uh, at that church or the lady that gave you that healing, you can ask her who would she suggest that you go to locally for a class. I, I, you can do classes online. There's classes everywhere online with this sort of thing, or you can, um, you know, go to a local psychic school or a church um, that that can give you this information and help you with it and make it more real. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Was there anything else? Nope, that's it. Okay, well, enjoy your evening. Can I keep listening? 
Sure. Just mute your phone, please, okay? I will. Okay. Uh, Thank okay. you so much. Oh, you're, you're welcome. Barbara, um, yes, we have a, a, a break here for a while. Um, okay. You do have, you are the co-founder and the CEO of the Esoteric University. Want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I have an online school where we work with people who are, are interested in um, becoming more capable and aware of their cosmic energy or their healing energy or or about life in general. And we kind of focus on spiritual. We try to bring in a little bit of science, a little bit of philosophy. Uh, but the, the focus is uh, working with uh, all of the different modalities to help us in our everyday life. And so I teach and I have teachers that come in to teach as well. And uh, so we have a class in August that's, I like to start with the history of psychics to kind of give you a, a psychic background of, of what it's like to, how many psychics we've had. It's not a new thing. It's been here forever. Kind of go into the history of psychics and mm-hmm. or and visionaries and then, um, um, and so we get, I like getting a group of people together, uh, and like-minded people. And then we kind of work with the group. And then, uh, it's usually in four weeks. We do it in four weeks classes. So I do that. And then we, I teach a class called Are You Psychic and Turning On to Your Psychic Abilities. And, and then I teach a class on, um, what are psychic abilities and going through the whole, you know, the whole gamut of that. And so, and then I start all over again in January um, with a new class. So I kind of work with, usually it's a group that goes through and then another group goes through. And so we'll have the 20 people or so. I try to keep it no more than 20 people and we kind of go through it together learning um, some spiritual tools that we can use in everyday living. So uh-huh. it's uh, real to make it more real to you. So... That's what we do. We've been doing it for a while now, and I love doing it. I love teaching. It's really fun. keeps me on my uh, um, edge. <laughs> well, it is fun, and it, it, it requires you to constantly keep learning yourself because you have to have something new to teach or, or people get bored. So yeah. so it's a, it's a sense of, of continuously growing and and I, I find that working with groups of people that, that I learn as much from them as they do from me. Always. Oh, uh, you know, they, they, they open new perspectives, which, which is really always very exciting. Yeah. And, and to, to make it simple again, because after you've done it for a while, it can get complicated. So it's really nice to go back to the simplicity of it. It's, it's very simple to, to break it down and, and make it very effective. And, and help you be a better co-creator in the world. And it's, it's just, uh, some really, uh, good, good tools to use that I've, I've taught my kids since they were little, little children, you know, and I teach my grandchildren psychic tools that they can use to help. Like, um, when I play with my grandson and I do this in classes where you, uh, I'll put an object inside a paper bag, a simple object, and then have them go into meditation and into their, Selves, and then I have them come up and sit behind in their six chakra behind their eyes and, and see. So there's a difference between thinking it and mm-hmm. seeing it. And so they learn how to distinguish between thinking and seeing two very different states of being. And it just oh. takes practice. Yeah. It takes practice. 
it, it, it does, and it's so exciting when, when you see that light go on and, and people realize that, whoa, I hit something that was dead on target. That's really cool. Ooh, see, all the fireworks just went off when you said that, Barbara. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> So I hope that helps in some way. Okay, that's what that noise was. I was wondering. Well, yes, it's it's 9 o'clock there, so you finally hit dark. (laughs) Yes, everyone's going crazy now here. It's wonderful. Well, you know, it's it's interesting because you and I have been doing, you know, readings and stuff like that for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, I often come across people who who ask me, how do you how do you determine a good reader and how do you determine, you know, who you, who you should go to if you should go to? Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I would say it would be someone who's had a lot of life experience helps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some, somehow asking relationship questions to someone who's 21, um, <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's uh, okay. So at two six zero, you're back. Is this the same person, or is this a new person? New person. Hi, new person. How can we help? <laughs> I'm interested in a reading. Okay. Um, can you tell us kind of what direction you'd like us to take? Is there any particular area you'd like us to look into? Uh, love and relationships. Okie dokie. This is really cool. Now, are you currently in a relationship? I am. Okay. I, I am, uh, as I, as I look at the cards here, it does suggest that, that, that at this point in time in your life, almost everything that, that, that hits you and surrounds you has a karmic connection to it. Okay. So it's, it feels like that the, this relationship that you are currently now in is one that you've had in past lives as well. So that so that there is a, a, a familiarity to it, but but it doesn't feel as though um, you understand it as deeply as you thought you did. Does that ring true to you? Yes, ma'am. It does. Okay. Um, at first you felt really at home and now you don't feel so much at home in it. No, um, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, let me put it this way. It feels as though in, in some way, yep, I'm going to go with that, 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 that it felt like it was right, it was perfect, it was, you know, it was whatever. And now, now you're looking for pieces of a puzzle, which is a good thing. Um, I, I feel that you've had a relationship with this person from past lifetimes that was a very good one. It was a very positive one. And I feel that, 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 that recognition, that familiarity was there and you connected to it. I feel that this, this is a, this is a good relationship in lots of ways in that it is enabling you, enabling you or forcing you, let's say enable, that's more fun, enabling you to grow and learn more about yourself. So yeah. I, I feel that, that this is a, a, well, it's challenging. I feel it's challenging in a good way. And, 
and I mean, it may be frustrating from time to time, but I feel it's really good for you. And, and if I look at, at the, you know, the, the other side of it, sort of like, I, I feel that there is, there is laughter, joy, and celebration here. I feel that this is someone you have been, um, very close to in past lifetimes. It's a relationship that has always worked out and has always, um, made you a better person because of it. And I feel that, that, that is creating a new foundation for you to discover things about yourself that you, that you didn't know were there. So I, I, I would say that it's, it's an amazingly good relationship. It, it, it may be challenging at times, but I think it's a really good relationship here. Barb, what are you saying? Yeah, I'm saying that, um, when you have, um, a concept of relationship, it's never going to meet that, that, romantic screen type, you know, relationship. I just saw the movie Tarzan last night. It was a great movie. It was romantic. It was romantic view of, of it on, on this huge screen. So it's bigger than life, you know, and, 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 you know, I go home and think, Oh man, I want a relationship like that. You know, that would be awesome. And, and, and then there's this, when you work with the relationship realities, there's this whole reality of, of day to day after day and month to month and, and you, and you have to really, it's really based not only the love and honoring, respecting each other, but it's really on communicating how you really feel and really taking the time to really do that and not hold back how you feel. Um, and, and it isn't like he's supposed to know how you feel either. He can't know unless you tell him how you feel and really take that risk and, putting it out there and this is how I really feel if something's not working for you. And so it's it's uh about developing that communication. And sometimes you have to get out of where you are and get away out of that situation like go away and have a romantic weekend, have some time and space just to yourselves where you nurture the relationship, not within all these other things that are going on so that you Remember and reconnect and re-spark that flame, that love. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing. I'm seeing that that the June was a little bit rough. Yes, it, it feels here, <laughs> for want of a yes. better word. <laughs> yeah, um, it absolutely was. <laughs> it, it feels like everything was kind of leveled to a point, which means that you now have a great foundation to build on. Okay. And I think this is from what I'm seeing, it's it's a good relationship to rebuild. I, I would say that that you've got universal love, universal spirituality, you've got um coming together and communicating. I mean the next three months appear to be really good months for rebuilding, rekindling and and and, and rewarding yourself for the fact that, that you're sticking in there. I think that for, from what I'm seeing here, this is an amazingly wonderful, exciting time for you. I, I, it feels as though you're a little hesitant, but I, I still feel this is spectacular and it, it can, it, it can only get better. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you so much for calling. Thank you. You have a wonderful night. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Barbara, you, st- you still with me? I'm still with you. 
Okay, we've got 337 here. Hi there. How are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm doing really well. I just saw the post um, and was happy. Happy to see that. Um, happy 4th to y'all. To you as well. How can we help? Thank you. Um, I have uh, a couple questions. I don't, how, how long do I have? Is this? Um, I'm well, sure there are other people waiting. I'm assuming. Well, no, we're we're okay as far as that goes, but we we do only have about nine more minutes of the show. So. Okay. Okay. Um, I have a question about a love interest. Okay. Mhm. Um, someone that I've met that I reconnected with from high school. And I'm just curious if this is going to be something lasting or just um, just a brief experience. Um, and you're not in relationship with anybody else, right? I am not. Is he? He is actually separated. Okay. Um From what I see here, um, he is going through a very tough time. And if you are seriously interested in this person, the best advice I can give you from what the cards are giving me is to tell you to step back, to let him go through whatever he has to go through, to give him a year to heal and then to get back in touch with him. Oh, wow. That if you try to get involved with someone who is battered and he's battered, you can't fix mm-hmm. him and he's not in a position to commit to you to the degree that you want and need to have someone commit to you. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this is a bad relationship. I'm saying it's a bad time. I want you to hear that. It, it, mm-hmm. I think he'd be a really good person for you to be with, but he he is not emotionally in a place where he can become what you need and want. But at another time, giving him time, and, and it, it, it's you know it's it's the rule of thumb, and it's a pretty good one, is to wait a year. From the time his divorce is final is about when he right. will be healed and ready to really have the kind of relationship you want. And he's totally yeah. capable of it, but not now. Yeah. That makes sense. You're, you're going to be, you know, the person that he cries on your shoulder. And then when it is all said and done, he will want to go with somebody new who doesn't know all the garbage. So don't, don't be the, don't. I know you want to help him, but mm-hmm. if you want a relationship with him, you can't help him. You okay. can only wear one hat in this relationship. Oh, wow. You can't be the therapist and the mother and the lover. Think okay. about it. <laughs> gotcha. Pick Make your hat. Sense. He's a good person, but... but Right now, he's he's not making good choices and he's not in a good place. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying slam the door in his face. I'm saying back away and give him time and space and okay. and and really um, wait it out because you've you, great potential here. 
Barb, what are you getting? I'm I'm right there with you. And and the sparks there with him, it's rekindled that spark. For sure, let him know you're still interested. But Barbara's right. After he's gone through his catharsis, after he's gone through through his changes he needs to go through. And also in the relationship, it's about you. And you have an old pattern of putting him first instead of yourself first. And I see you really... You're really working on not doing that again. You promised you wouldn't do that yes. again. You are so right. Yep. <laughs> so Absolutely. don't do it this time. <laughs> okay. And, and I will if, not do it. Yeah. If, if, but let him know you're interested and that if he qualifies, then yeah. But not until, like Barbara said, until he goes through his changes. Okay. We're, we're out of time. Thank you for Thank calling. You. Barbara, this has been such fun. we got to do it again. We got Thank you. you so much, ladies. Wonderful. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Barbara. Good night, now.